Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to build a bulletproof mindset. What is a bulletproof mindset and why did I call it a bulletproof mindset? The reason why I call this the bulletproof mindset is because no matter what tries to come in to, to destroy your positive vibe or kill your vibe, right, is uh, metaphorically saying no matter what comes your way to try to pull you off your your journey in life, pull you off your grind, pull you off your high, the good high, a feel good that you will always stay consistent and have a bulletproof mindset. Number two, the reason why I call it bulletproof mindset is because anytime something is considered to be bulletproof, it's almost something that can't be destroyed. Okay. And this mindset is something I developed at a young age. And since I was a kid, I was calling, oh, I got a bulletproof mindset. And with the bulletproof mindset, there's some things that you have to apply in order to make sure that you have a bulletproof mindset. And that's what today's podcast is going to be about. So there's a law. The first law to the bulletproof mindset that I want to share with you is extremely important. When you apply this first law to the bulletproof mindset, you'll notice that no matter what happens in your day, your week, your month, your year, or your life, no matter what it is, you'll find a way to overcome any bad situation that comes your way, any trouble that comes your way, any issues that come your way. You'll learn how to turn that around. Now, this is going to be very important for those that have some type of childhood trauma as well. And if you don't have childhood trauma or you don't have trauma, this we, we, uh, we're still going to go through the importance for you as well. But we're, we're, the reason why I'm pointing out people with childhood trauma, specifically childhood trauma, trauma in general, but childhood trauma is because your mindset can be more reactive. And I'm going to explain what that is in this podcast, but just keep that in mind. Your mindset may be more reactive. What that, what that means is as soon as something bad happens, you react to it really fast. As soon as something scary comes up, you react to feeling scared really fast. And then your reaction may make you act out something that you may regret. And one of my goals in this podcast is to teach you on not to do that. So the first thing I want, there's a couple things we're going to go through in this podcast today. And the first thing I want to bring you through is the first law. I have many laws, many things, many stories to bring you through. But the first law is very important. One of the first, the first law to having a bulletproof mindset is to always respond to every good or bad thing with a positive response. So anything that ha- it's called the silver lining is where I came across when I was growing up, I was reading it. Right. And it was really hard to understand that in my type of vocabulary where I'm from the silver lining, like, what is that? But what it truly is, is always find the good in everything. And the reason why that's important is because as soon as the mind gets to start focusing in on one thing, then you'll start receiving ideas and then you'll you'll fire up beliefs and then your mindset follows your beliefs and ideas regarding that. So, for example, something bad happens and you think about how bad it is. Let's just say you're walking in a supermarket and you spill milk. And after spilling that milk, now you're thinking about how the milk is all over the floor, how everybody's looking at you, how you always drop things because your parents always yelled at you for dropping things, how you messed up your shoes. And now your body's overreacting to all these stress responses because of a, a, a milk that was dropped in the supermarket. And then it w- and then while you're thinking about that, the 
the people that come to clean it up, you're not paying attention. Then you end up slipping and falling. And then now it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. Then you call this all, oh, this is just bad luck. One of the best ways to look at that spilled milk is if that's the worst thing that happened to you today, you have a pretty good day. You're having a pretty good day. So let's talk about, I came across something. Um, my mentor and I, Paul Check, was um, talking the other day. And uh, for those that don't know, I'm heading out to San Diego. So while you're listening to this podcast, I'm on my way back from San Diego. And I will be shooting a podcast with Paul Check on Living 4D with Paul Check. And um, he sent me this. He He's fascinated with my story, my upbringing, and how I overcame all these tragedies in my life. And he sent me this, a page of a book that he was reading that his friend had wrote. And I, I want to I wanna be able to give that, um, the quote, the word that I'm going to use is not mine. It was something that was referred to me. And it's called response flexibility. And, ref, and response flexibility is when a person has a trauma or has a uh, reaction that happens to them and they're flexible on how they're able to respond to that situation. So remember I told you the deeper the trauma, the more likely a person's a reactor. Well, in the book, this author was discussing the importance of what makes people different. Some people repeat the same bad patterns that their parents repeated from their trauma or, you know, um, getting in trouble as a kid that, you know, turned into being a criminal as they got older, addiction, et cetera. What he says is the difference between the people that have trauma and, the, and, and, and that deal with bad situations and the people who, you know, don't have trauma is that the people who don't have trauma had the ability to build in a neocortex something he calls response flexibility. The, the more younger a person is dealing with a trauma, the more that their nervous system is reactive and the neocortex, which is the intellectual part of the brain is not hundred percent developed yet. So when the neocortex is not hundred percent developed yet, then a person subconsciously is used to responding to things out of reacting. So I, br I bring that up because I think it's very, it's, it's, a lot of you that may have childhood trauma may seem that you're really consciously trying to fix your mindset, but can't understand why you have a subconscious way of just reacting to everything. So trauma can be the root cause to responding in a negative way. The earlier the trauma, the more reactive a person becomes. Having trauma, I mean, sorry, having response flexibility takes time to develop. It works within time. So for, this goes for people with trauma, without trauma. But the reason why I'm bringing up trauma is because you may have to do a little more work to dig it into your subconscious mind than a person that has no trauma. Okay. So when I was, when this, when I was about up to about 18, 19 years old, I had a bad response when people disrespected me. I had a bad response when I felt like someone was trying to take advantage of me. I had a bad response when I felt like someone was trying to bully me. I had a bad response anytime I felt threatened. A very bad response. And my response was, you know, I was a football player. The first year of college, I got into about five, six fights with my teammates. I played Division One football in Delaware. 
I got about five, six fights and more my teammates. Why? Because I responded to the way they disrespected me. A word they threw at me, talking behind my back, et cetera. And it was up to one day, um, I got into a fight with a teammate. And the head coach called me in and he gave me his last warning that he was going to take a scholarship away from me. And at that moment, I had to sit with myself and and figure out what what is going on with me. Like, like how can I handle these situations better? And I remember what I had to do is I had to retrain my subconscious. But I while retraining my subconscious, I had to get rid of the old version of myself. I had this picture in my head that, you know, I'm a I'm an urban kid that came from the ghetto that doesn't take any disrespect. And where I'm from, we handle it physically to I'm becoming a young man into this world that's going to own a business and be successful. So I had to start saying to myself when I go to respond towards certain things, I had to start saying to myself, what would the new you do? What would a successful person do? What would an entrepreneur do? And as soon as I started to make that that connection, I had to say that in my mind, like, or sometimes have it, you know, as an affirmation, I would say. And that helped me so much. I had to allow the old version of me to damp out. I had to allow, allow that old Nate to, to move on. I can no longer be that person. It wasn't benefiting me. It was... It wasn't at all. It was getting me in trouble. It was going to stop me from getting to the next level. So how are you responding? If you start noticing that any bad situation that happens, you get negative. Are you responding like your mother? Are you responding like your father? When you notice that when you try to submit something, go for something and you get denied, are you going to quit? And think about, is that your response since you were a child, just quitting? When someone yells at you, are you, are you, is your response yelling back and throwing things and getting upset? And think about the person that you want to become. Is that person that you're becoming, is that, is that who you really are? Is that who you really are? Is this the person you want to continue to be? And continue to remind yourself that. You want to be a wife with kids. How would a mother respond? How would a father respond? How would a husband respond? How would a wife respond? Number two, you must understand affirmations, but most specifically the subconscious mind. What I mean by that is that the subconscious mind usually creates a negative. If you have a negative subconscious mind, you have a negative voice in your head. If you have a positive subconscious mind, you usually have a positive voice in your head. What that means is that Usually the negative voice in your head comes with doubt and fear. The positive subconscious mind comes with confidence and faith. You have to learn how to subconscious and remind yourself how the subconscious mind works. The subconscious mind doesn't is not easy to get into. It takes time for you to get into the subconscious mind. It doesn't happen overnight. Subconscious mind is two things that take over uh, uh, how to drill into the subconscious mind. Trauma is number one. And then number two is going to be repetition. We don't want to experience trauma again because if we already experienced trauma, that trauma is already subconsciously engraved. So in order to change, we have to do repetition, which means 
when you do do that new idea, when you do uh, bring in a positive idea for negative one, if something negative happens, your negative subconscious mind is going to say, it's going to have that voice in your head. I told you you should have never did this. I told you you should never went there. I told you you should have stood at that job. I told you not to move. That negative subconscious mind is going to basically um, gas the situation up or hype up the situation when negative things happen. Basically saying, I told you so. What you must understand is that when that happens, you have to have the willpower and the, and the discipline to do automation of affirmations, meaning you have to replace those negative things with positive things. For an example, I'm shooting this podcast later in the day. Usually I'm sh I shoot this first thing in the morning. I'm shooting it later in the day because I just got back from Miami doing a Sahara Rose podcast. We did a part two to that. Now I'm sitting, then I had Thanksgiving. I hosted Thanksgiving at my house. And then and now I'm getting within the next day, with all in three days, I'm packing up to get ready to go to San Diego and fly to San Diego for my other podcast. My mind is tired. My subconscious mind is telling me, my mind is playing these tricks like you're tired, Nate. Go lay down, Nate. Don't record this right now. Go relax. But the, the Nate that I want to become if I want to become that neat that I want to become, I have to get this done today because I want to be consistent. Because the old Nate struggled, my whole life I struggled with consistency. I never had a consistent place to live. I never had a consistent cell phone. I never had a consistent school growing up. I, it was never consistent. So for me to force myself and master in consistency, I have to overcome that little voice in my head. What's going on? So I did not want to ruin this beautiful little podcast episode for you, but I have to make my first little announcement. I'm going to be the first sponsor of my own podcast. I just want to make a quick announcement. For a limited time only, I'm offering a consultation. So you can actually book a consultation with me for the first time, a one-on-one -on -one consultation, just one call in the link in the description. So if you're interested in booking a consultation with me, you can just go to the link in the description, book a call, and you can book your first call with me. I'm going to be 100% honest. This ain't going to last a long Long time because I'm a little too busy for that, but my team and I are going to offer this for the next few weeks. So get your spot before we get all booked up. Let's get back to the podcast. Building a, a bulletproof mindset takes discipline, but you have to make room for discipline. And the only way you can make room for discipline is getting rid of distractions. And we talked about this so many times in the podcast. You'll start to notice that when you listen to one of the podcasts, it connects with another podcast. Because everything connects. But discipline that you take on is you only can take on so much discipline when you have so much distractions. So building a bulletproof mindset, you have to understand, you have to be clear on what you want. You got to be clear on what you want. You got to be clear on who's allowed to be around you. You have to be honest with your lifestyle. Can't be disciplined if you're lying to yourself. Can't be consistent if you're lying to yourself. So number three is being clear. You have to be clear. What do you want? Where do you want to live? Because when you know what you want, you ever met you ever met someone who knew what they wanted and they made a decision? And when they made the decision, no matter what you try to say to that person, you ain't changing their mind. 
is not happening. You're not changing their mind. That's what a bulletproof mindset is. You said you said that you was going to start making content next year. You got to be clear on that. You got to be clear. Is that what you want? Yes, Nate, that's what I want. Then go get it. Then when you have negative mindset come in, then when you have low low views and low interactions on your page, you are you have a bulletproof mindset to keep going no matter what because you're clear that's what you're going to do. When you get clear, then you got to go with number four. Stick with your decision. Indecisiveness brings on what? Fear. If you don't know, then you're, you have fear. If you're driving somewhere and you don't know where you're going, the fear of getting lost is there. But when you're driving, you know where you're going. You don't care what anybody else says. You know where you're going. You have to make a decision and stick with it. But in order to make a decision, you have to be clear on what you want. You have to be clear on what you want. And most of the time, we'll listen to what everybody else wants for us. It's no good. That is no good. You got to be clear on what you want. Then we make a decision. When you do, when you build, when you build the bulletproof mindset, one of the things that's going to get you through the hardest days in your life is going to be your imagination. Number five is imagination. You have to utilize your imagination. It's a beautiful thing. You can trick the mind and body with your imagination. Visualize the person you want to become. When you feel like giving up, visualize the finish line. When you're tired, visualize getting the things that you need to get done first and then resting. The mind doesn't really believe, the mind really doesn't understand what's real and what's not. If you believe something so much, you can create something called the placebo effect. I talked about this many times. The placebo effect makes the body respond to whatever you believe. The mind will the mind and body will respond to whatever you truly believe. Are you using your imagination enough? Let's make some connections. The more stressed that you are, the more stuck you, you the more you're going to be stuck in the root chakra. You're not going to be able to use zones six and seven. Chakra six and seven. Your third eye and connection to the world. And if that's too woo-woo for you, I get a little scientific. When you're too stressed, your reptilian brain's gonna be on on <laughs> most of your energy is gonna be flowing through your reptilian brain, which only cares about safety and security. And it does not care about the limbic system your emotional brain or your intellectual part of your brain, which is your neocortex. Listening to people, watching people, what are you doing on your, what are you doing on your off, um, off time is very important as well, but you must believe. The last one is believing. You must believe it's going to happen regardless. You must believe it's going to work for you even when it doesn't look like it's going to work for you. You have to believe. You have to believe. 
the more clear you get, the more you use your imagination, the more that you make a decision and the more you start turning negative things into positive things and it becomes subconscious, it's going to be hard for you not to believe. Use your imagination as if you already have what you want. And any negativity that comes your way, any negative people that comes your way, any negative situations that come your way, you have a bulletproof mindset. It don't bother you. You're able to overcome them. You're able to dodge bullets. You're able to put yourself in a position that nothing can kill your positive mindset or your positive vibe. And that's extremely important. So out of this list, I want you to take a piece of paper and write these down. Then think about the one that you're missing. What are you missing? Are you not using your imagination? Are you not clear? You're not sure what you want? Are you indecisive? Are you consistently negative? Write, write one of them down or more. What, if you have one, write them down. If you have more than one, then write them all down. And then I want you to write down three things you can do to start working on them. Three things you can do to start working on these. And remember, response flexibility. The people who are able to become extremely successful in this world are people that take personal responsibility for their life. So they don't react to everything. They sit with information first, and then they try to make the best out of everything. Even when things look like they're going down, 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 down. When, when I was in school, we studied uh, FBI agents. And they, they, they put FBI agents and military, um, you know, the military under a lot of pressure. Specifically, I think I studied the Navy SEALs. But I know the FBI, they put them under a situation where how they can stay calm and collective when there's a gun to their head. Okay. While everybody else is responding out of panic, the undercover FBI agent or a CIA, they don't respond under stress when everybody else is because they had years of training under that, under that condition. They had years of training their brain and their body to be as mellow as you can be in the most scareful situation you can be in. The FBI agent has built a bulletproof mindset. So if you notice that your body's overreacting to stress, you can train your body to for little things. You drop your fork on the floor right when you're going to eat. Train how to stay positive in the little things like that. Dropping a little bit of milk. So when the big stress things come, you subconsciously have a bulletproof mindset. I believe that you can build, build a, uh, the bulletproof mindset. <sighs> you have to. During these hard times, it's very needed. It's extremely needed. You know, it, you know one of the questions that uh, Paul Check said he's going he's gonna to ask me on the podcast is, did I benefit from my, did my childhood trauma benefit me during these times? 
of the last two, three years from 2020 to 2022. And I would have to say it did because the mindset that I built having nothing has gotten me through the mindset of what I need to get through losing everything. It's very much needed. I'm excited for each and every one of you that were here with me today. I appreciate you more than you know. Like I said, I'm going to, uh, I'll be on two pretty cool podcasts in the next month or two. So uh, I'm basically, by the time you're hearing this, everything's been recorded, not sure when they release. So I'll give you updates on that. I've been working really hard for two programs behind the scenes that nobody really knows about. Well, you know about the Be Great We Need Academy. Working really hard on that. And um, I don't want to start it off. We're trying to see how we're going to do it. Are we going to just do a limited uh, amount of people? Are we going to keep it open and and do monthly calls? Or We're trying to figure out the whole thing. I'm getting advice from, I'm clear on what I want, but I'm also in this situation, I'm looking for mentors to help me. So people who have... 10 times more success than I do. I go to them and see what their mind is like and their their experience because I'm trying to learn from their experience. But I have uh, the Be Great with Nate Academy and then I have Turn Your Dream into Green. And what I decided with Turn Your Dream into Green is going to be its own program. The reason why is because it's going to be usually, it's going to be for coaches, um, really for coaches and, and, and like Reiki and yoga teachers and people who, have a dream of helping more people that have a coaching business or some type of service they offer, but they're just having a hard time building their business. Uh, They're having a hard time getting more people getting seen, getting a hard time getting interviewed and things. And I literally laid out my whole blueprint in that, in that um, course itself. So um, I'm still laying it out right now. We're probably only, I'm only probably like 25% done and there's already like 35 videos teaching you, how to up, I mean, how to create content, how to, how to utilize each a social media platform, how each of them work, how each algorithm works, what they're looking for, to how to create a landing page, to how to create a podcast, to how to sell your, your coaching, to how to get booked on a podcast, to how to do workshops, et cetera. So it's a step-by-step and it's for, like I said, for, for coaches and professionals who provide services. Be on the lookout. If you're interested in that, be on the lookout. I have some comments that I want to get to on the podcast that I'm pretty sure that I didn't get to. Uh, I had some reviews come in last week. So let's just read those reviews. If I haven't read your review before, it's either I didn't get it or I totally just forgot to read it. But I'm pretty sure I read all of them as much as I can. Okay. So we have a we have a couple of these. Um, okay. This opens my mind. I'm so glad he's he comes with knowledge, leads me, and guides me with truth. Miss BB or Bebe. Some Spanish people say Bebe. This may be Miss BB. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is a gem of a podcast. Each time I listen, I have an aha moment and go away with something to apply in my life. That is the goal. I'm so happy to hear that. I love how Nate, I guess, binds the spiritual and scientific. That's that's amazing. It speaks to me on so many levels as a lot of other podcasts lack the spiritual connection for me. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's good to know. Nate, keep shining your light and living your purpose. Well, thank you, Jay, from Australia. I appreciate you. Okay, we have, I'm so glad I found out about you on Sahara Rose Podcast. So knowledgeable and all the information you have shared with us has been so helpful and definitely an eye over. Thank you. I felt like you are talking directly to me when I listen to some of your episodes. That's good. That means I'm connecting to you. 
You help us understand how our bodies and mind function and what might be the cause to the issues we have. Thank you for all you do, Nate. Well, thank you, Adriana. And let me tell you something. This, this review came in when I was having a bad day. And I read that and I was like, oh, that's nice. So I appreciate you. I listened to your story on Saharu's podcast and just love your story and how you think and how you help me look inward and help me remember I need to find me and my purpose. Wow, that's beautiful. Now that you find your purpose, now it's time to build a, a bulletproof mindset. Thank you. Please keep teaching and sharing your experiences and knowledge. So, and that's from Luke's 25. So I just want to personally shout these people out. Now, if you're on Spotify, I don't see the Spotify reviews. I don't know why. It's hard for me to see anything off Spotify reviews. I have to dig in that more, but that was all from Apple reviews. So if you're on Spotify leaving reviews, I'm so sorry I didn't get to them. I have to find a way to see them. I haven't even saw them. So I just want to thank each and every one of you for being here today. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Um, I hope that you are enjoying these podcasts. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and I hope that you enjoy Christmas and the new year is coming up. Now it's time for us to get more clear. So in the year 2023, we're able to do the things we dream of doing. 